Stampede. Garner is at number 142, recorded 6-5, 2022. Accepting who we've become isn't going to be easy. We aren't a Norman Rockwell painting about a blissful America, a peaceful America, a content America. No, we've become something other than a Norman Rockwell cover to a Saturday Evening Post magazine. What Rockwell portrayed doesn't exist anymore. And there are probably millions of Americans who have never seen a Rockwell illustration. Patriotism runs deep in his work. And he must have loved this country because many of his works tried to show what was good about us as Americans. That's not to say he didn't shy away from showing injustices or hypocrisy. But by and large, Americans would love to return to the country and the people Rockwell painted. Personally, if I had the money, I wouldn't buy a Rockwell painting. It showed us what we were, and that isn't something I could live with because it says what we've lost. And I don't like being reminded of what we should have become. You might say I've soured in my old age, because there's no turning back to what we've lost. But I'm pretty sure if given the chance, the American people would want to return to the stability and honesty he was portraying. You see, deceit and greed are the calling cards playing today. And 
even much worse. And a man like Rockwell couldn't accurately capture that. But for me, I have no difficulty in calling out what you are. I see the false values, the dangers we've been living. At least with Rockwell, you could get a sense of safety. But I don't think you're safe. And I sure as hell don't believe you're content. I won't let it pass without my calling it out. And I sure as hell won't forgive the people who have been in power for 30 or 40 years for running this country into the ground. And believe me, if you think our military spread around the world is going to help, you're wrong.
You'd be wrong if you thought you were safe. Just like the images of Rockwell's American life nearly a century ago. If you think the annual defense budget of $800 billion is what's securing your safety, then you'd probably think our government's $30 trillion debt is good for our prosperity as well. Well, neither are true. And I lay the blame for those historic failures at the feet of the buffoons who have been managing to convince the American people to vote for them for the last 40 years. You see, they've been feeding themselves at the trough of modern monetary theory, where government can print as much money as it likes. But guess what? You think it's made us a healthier society, but it hasn't. At least in Rockwell's paintings, we were helpless, or maybe hypocritical, and we sure as hell weren't an ill nation. You see, our greed isn't going to cure what ails us. Either are the guns our Constitution says we all have a right to possess, but our Founding Fathers never saw what was coming to this country. The propagandists keep telling us everything is all right, but they know what's happening, and they won't tell you you're suffering from a terminal illness and that the prognosis isn't good. No, they want to deceive you into thinking we'll get back to normalcy. Well, normalcy was what Rockwell painted. And today, what we have is an attempt to deceive what's happening. And that can result in serious consequences, especially if the people understand what is being done. People who have gained power aren't about to let the American public know how dangerous they've allowed our future to become. Look around you. We can't live a normal life without the continual presence of the police or even our military personnel. They've been brought forward to preserve normalcy. But that doesn't solve what ails us. It may suppress what's wrong but it can't correct the illness.
Maybe you think you can escape the rage and chaos in this country, but odds aren't in favor of that. And you might wonder why. Well, first, there are few ways you can escape by simply selling what you have and moving to where you consider it safe. And it isn't just in this country. It's worldwide. So you can't escape to some island and think you'll get back to normalcy. Besides, the inflation may very well trigger military action resulting from a change in the world order. America may no longer be considered the most powerful country in the world. It's government's enormous debt. It's violent killings taking place every day. The corrupt practices of keeping prices artificially high on Wall Street. The sharp rise of suicides. The failure of student proficiencies in reading and mathematics the process of producing genetically modified food, the attempts to make everyone the same, the reversal of sexually acceptable practices being taught in grade schools, the humiliation of military defeats in distant lands, have all led to the question of the strength of this nation. And When it comes to the American people feeling a sense of well-being or, more importantly, contentment, well, that doesn't exist. At best, the habitual or even addictive watching of artificial intelligence removes us from the natural world. We are no longer strong because we've infected our lives with something that removes us from our connection to the natural world. We've turned our backs on what we were a part of, something that has existed before we ever knew the concept of time. We came from the natural world with all of its dangers and all of its triumphs. And we've turned to the artificial to make us stronger. But in truth, it's made us weaker. It's turned us into invalids.
Of course, the collapse of the government by the weight of its own historic debt will bring real pain. People will be jumping out of windows at 40-story office buildings like raindrops in a summer thunderstorm. The politicians know that if our government can no longer keep printing money to support the debt, their careers would be threatened, and maybe even their own lives. So they'll enact dramatic efforts to make it appear the system is still working. But eventually, even those measures will be seen for what they are, and the slide into bankruptcy will have to be realized. Chaos will reign supreme, and attempts to restart the process of governing by foreign intervention will run the gamut from the World Bank feeding the U.S. Treasury with spent U.S. credits to actual military conflicts arising from control of the oil fields in the Gulf of Mexico and refineries along the Louisiana coast. The monuments in the capital will be vandalized or even torn down. The future for America to continue spending money it no longer had will come to an end, and the pressure to save the meaning of what this country was will be enormous. Critical brownouts, or just flat-out blackouts, lasting weeks on end when electricity is restored, Television programming will be celebrities pleading for the public to donate money to keep the government open. But that won't work because the big banks will have closed their doors and ATMs will stop dispensing money. In fact, when the government shuts down, the currency it issues will become as valuable as the Confederate currency after the Civil War, which of course brings up the subject of civil wars, breaking out in all parts of the country. Yeah, our politicians realize what's at stake if they don't service the debt. That's why they just keep adding more of it. What the hell, if they can't stop it, keep it rolling along.
The first law for producing corruption, both in a legal sense and with a moral obligation, is secrecy. You see, by its very nature, corruption must be conducted in secret. You don't want what is done becoming common knowledge because corruption usually implies you've broken some law or moral code. That's why a politician worth his or her salt rarely admit to anything. If something is wrong, well, it's someone else's fault. Take, for example, our economy. Ask politicians why everything is becoming more expensive to buy, and they'll blame it on someone else. Or when in front of a board of inquiry, simply say it's labeled as top secret and can't be discussed in an open setting. The government has lots of top secret files, so sensitive they can't be revealed to the general public. That just means that what is being done is a corrupt act, which leads to another question, whether the general public trusts what the government is telling them. The positions of the politicians are to stand in front of the television cameras and say they're doing it to protect the people. After all, corruption is an accepted way of doing business in this country. So why not avoid revealing the secrets of the government? It's all part of the first law of corruption. Never let them know what you're doing. Truth be told, politicians are accepting of inflation because it's all part of the consumerist economy. You see, consumerism is based on a simple proposition. And in fact, it's two-thirds of the American economy. So, any rational, corrupt politician would want the American public to consume as much as possible. And one thing inflation makes people do is consume as much as possible now. Because within a little time, what you just bought will be more expensive. It's a simple fact of corruption to keep that a secret from the American public. Buy now, because everything will cost more in the future. That's what the politicians are really saying. Everyone knows that can't last forever. Oh, my God.
This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Philip Glass's composition, The Evening Song, from his 1979 opera Satyagraha. Then another piece by Glass, Facades, followed by Michel Legrand's prologue to the movie The Three Musketeers. Then returning to Glass with his prophecies from the 1982 movie Guyana Squatsi, meaning life out of balance. Then a cut from Dingo, a Miles Davis and Michelle Legrand's composition. And finally, a repeat cut from the evening song by Philip Glass. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner, in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.